0: amen remember now your creator in the days of your youth your creator it's so easy that we find ourselves thinking that we made ourselves you know that you've spent time on yourself and everything you look at yourself in the mirrors like yeah you almost you almost think like you have a hand in how you look or how you are or who you are. You didn't do anything to become you. Beverly, what was your contribution to become you? Zero. Hmm? Zero. Remember your creator. Remember your creator. Don't forget him. Remember your creator. Before the evil days come When you say I have no pleasure So that was just by the way Let's listen to this song And then we'll begin today's Discussion Now I want you to listen to the words in the song Okay That's That's why I listen to songs I sit beside you. Let's pray, Father. We thank you this morning to be in your presence. Thank you that you are here to talk to us. Oh, Holy Spirit, I pray that your voice will be heard in every heart that is in this place. Have your own way of speaking to us. Oh, we only ask that when we hear you, we will obey. Let your presence be tangible, even amongst us this morning, in ways that every one of us will feel it and know it. And there's something different because you are here. Help us not to be distracted, Lord. <laughs> I submit every thought to the obedience of Christ in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I will beg of you to not be distracted on your phone. Um, put your phones away. The only reason why you should have your phone is if you are taking notes. And if you are not taking notes, and you have your phone, it's between you and God. I, I'm not very old, but I'm old enough to know that in a gathering like this, not everybody is listening to me. Right? And I don't intend to speak to everybody this morning. It's just one or two or three Or however many people are listening And if you are one of those who are listening May God open your heart to hear Okay So if I see you distracted I'll just pray for you in my heart That God will open your heart Amen You still love me? So we're starting a new series shining stars shining stars shining stars shining stars thank you holy spirit shining stars we just finished a series seek now or never and i was challenging you that now is your best time to seek god and we said seek righteousness seek faith seek love seek peace seek fellowship and i challenged you that you can also know god and find god for yourself now i ask myself and so what like I want to see God and know God and so what right what does it do to me and I know within myself like there's a search there's a certain hunger for more of God to be honest with you I'm not satisfied with Christianity that is playing out in my face right what today we call church Christianity I don't want that kind of thing. I want the real stuff. You know? Because I know God is real. I I I know the power of God is real, and I want everything that God has for me. And the more that I pray about it and search within my heart about it, I realized that there is one thing that a person can do with his or her life that your creator has given you. And one life that your creator gave you that you didn't do anything, he gave it to you. This is your life here, he gave it to you. There's one thing that you can do with that life that your creator gave to you. And that one thing is to do what he wants you to do. Whatever that he has in his mind for you to do. That you do that thing. That is the most meaningful thing that you could ever do with your life, Isaac. Not what you want to do, but what he wants you to do. I mean, we all have things we want to do. We all have things we want to do. Huh? Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to be in the future? a doctor right very very nice thing that you want to do a medical doctor that's a powerful thing Joanna what do you want to do an, an, urban, planner. an urban planner Wow urban planner powerful Nick what do you want to do something related to business, something related to business. where where money is you know business Beverly, what do you want to do? <laughs>
1: I'm still deciding, but maybe um, a flight
0: attendant. A flight attendant. Wow, And she's still deciding. We all, we all want to do something. Zoni, what do you want to do? A what? A lawyer. A lawyer. You see. There's nobody who doesn't, who's just, you are just there, you just don't want to do anything, you're just existing. No, everybody wants to do something with their life, right? But you know, the life that you have, it's not something that you got it yourself. Eh? You didn't get your life yourself. Somebody created you and gave you the life that you have. I'm telling you, The most meaningful thing that you could ever do with your life Is to do what that somebody has in mind for you And there is no way you will know it If you don't know that person There's no way you will know what God wanted for you, Jonathan If you don't go after God If you don't go after God, you won't know You waste your life You waste your life There are many examples around us Go after God. So as I ask myself, I realize that this God that we are all following, there's one thing that he really, really likes. And he has shown it to us in his word. And that one thing is for you and I and everybody else not to perish. He he really likes it. He likes it so much that he he himself decided to die to make it possible that people will not go to hell. It it, it tells me that God will do anything to, to prevent somebody from going to hell. And this God who created me and created you, whom we are trying to please, right? We are trying to make him happy. And if we are seeing that this is one thing that he actually came on earth, I mean, do you know it was a big deal for Jesus to come and walk on earth? I mean, if I were to say, Jonathan, I'm going to change you into an ant and go and live among ants for five days, do you think it's going to be easy for you? It will not be easy at all. Jesus, in all his glory in heaven, the angels worship him and he left all of that to come and take i mean look at you with all the struggles in your body that you are going through trying to please god right trying to please god you see that you see that image you see that image on the computer screen and you are struggling in your in your flesh trying to please this flesh is is. there's no good in this flesh You know, but he came and took this form. Bible said he humbled himself and took upon himself the form of a servant and became a man and became obedient unto death. Even death on a cross. If we were to ask you, Ransford, to choose how you will die. hmm? Ransford, if you were asked to choose how you will die, um, what would be your options? Just
1: just die
0: while you would just die while sleeping.
1: Oh, scary.
0: That that's scary. <laughs> that's scary.
1: <laughs>
0: that's scary. <laughs> you're not feel no ah, you're not gonna feel that. Okay, 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 okay. So Gabriel, if you are to choose how you will die, options. What would what will be your choice, guys? Let's listen. Let's listen. What would be your choice? He says to die in the sleep peacefully. How about you?
1: Okay. what
0: <laughs> shot in his head <laughs> are you serious
1: <laughs>
0: guys listen Clarence which one will you choose <laughs> guys listen 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 hello got shot in your head you choose that one too Hey. Okay, so why, why I'm sure why you guys are choosing to get shot in your head is because you want it to be quick. Instant. Quick. Alright. In Jesus' name, we cancel all of that. It won't happen. It will happen. Amen. Now listen. You see, many times, we would never choose how we will die. Do you know that? We don't choose how we'll die. We don't get to choose how you die. Just like you don't get to choose how you'll be born. We don't get to choose. But Jesus had a choice. He, he, he could choose how he will die. And he chose death on a cross. You know, we went, when we went, we did um, what, uh, what? Jesus on trial. I I showed you how the death on the cross was like. It's not just like a gunshot. No. The pain, the suffering, they beat him till his back, his whole flesh on his back was ripped. You could see his bones. Mm? Death on the cross. You you people are students. You search. You do historical search on how dying on a cross was like. In those days hmm? has this part your elbow hit a sharp point before like you know you know how it feels there's you know it feels like that listen guys you you do anatomy in school i'm showing you there's a nerve that runs from here all the way to the back and that nerve passes through the joints there so when you hit it the bones hit against that nerve that's how come that pain is so sharp when you feel it that nerve passes through here and that was where the nails in his hand it was to go through that nerve so you when your elbow just hits it small no? you see how you are screaming imagine imagine that somebody takes uh what Something And hooks on the nerve And twists that nerve Right That's what he went through Now listen Why am I telling you all this Because he, he chose it <coughs> he, he chose it I want that kind of death Because It was the punishment for our sin He didn't want anybody To go to hell He wanted people saved. That is the God that we serve. And that's why I'm talking to us about Shining Stars. Two scriptures that are behind this series. Daniel 12.3 and Proverbs 11.30. Daniel 12.3 says, Those who are wise. Those who are wise. Those who are wise. If you've been reading the, New Testament with us we read Matthew 25 talked about the wise and the foolish virgins those who are wise those who are what means not all of us are wise that's why I said I'm not naive to think that as I'm talking all of you are listening I know I know there are some of you here who are not here your body is here but you are not here you are holding your phone and you are somewhere It's fine But those who are wise Those who are wise It says They will shine Like the brightness of the firmament Firmament is another word for sky The heavens They will shine like the brightness of the sky And those who turn many to righteousness They will shine like stars Forever There's one thing I know about my God That he never lies He has a proven track record that everything he says, he does. And he says, those who are wise, they will shine like the brightness of the sky. And those who turn many to righteousness, they will shine like the stars forever. And Proverbs 11.30 tells us what those who are wise do. He says, he who wins souls is wise. You know, in this world, they try to tell us many things about what wisdom is. Go to school, study hard, become something meaningful with your life. Um, Don't do this, do that. And then they say you are wise, right? You are a smart person, so you are smart. You can get A's, so you are wise. That is the wisdom of the world. But the wisdom of God is this to do what God says to do? That is a wise person. Why is it saying that those who are wise will shine, those who are who turn many to righteousness? If I hold your life in my hands, huh? And if I squeeze my hands like this, you will die, right? Don't you think it will be a very, very foolish thing of you to make me angry? Right? It will not be a wise thing for you to get on my nerves when your life is... I I just do this, you are gone. (laughs) Right? It It will be very, very, very foolish of you when I send you go. And then you tell me that, oh, no, 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 I'm not going. But your life is in my hands. And i and i do this Now you are you are gone it is not wise to want to live to please yourself it is not wise when your life is in god's hands do you get it when god holds your life god holds our life if you are a wise person you want to do everything to please god and not your friends. Oh, what, what can your friend do to you? Your friend can't do nothing about your life. But you see, all our life, why we are not wanting to please God is because of what my friend will think of me, what this other person will think of me. When they don't they, your life is not in their hands. Your life is not in their hands. Did you wake yourself up this morning, Nana? whilst you were sleeping, did you say, "Eh, no, 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 wake up? You don't. None of us wake ourselves up. Who wakes you up? Every time you sleep. It's God. God decides, I'm not waking Myra up, guess what? Myra is not getting up. That's it. It's finished. God will wake you up. Amen. So, if she is wise, when she wakes up, what will preoccupy her mind is, how can I continue to please God so he can keep waking me up to do his will? you get it? Not to just do whatever you want to do. Those who are wise. So to do what God wants to, to be done, he's telling us, this is what I want you to do. To get people to know me so they don't die. But God does, in the Bible says, God does not want anybody to perish. He doesn't want anybody to go to hell. He doesn't want anybody to perish. That is why He Himself even came to die. He said, The Son of Man came to seek and to save those who are lost. Did you get it? So, anybody, I mean, anybody who busies Himself about trying to get people to know God. I mean, God likes you, basa. It's the truth I'm telling you. You become God's favorite. You become God's favorite. Why did you think he said to Jesus, you are my beloved son, in you I am well pleased. Why, 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 Why didn't he say that to the angels? Because it was Jesus that gave up himself to die so that others can come to know God he said in you I am well pleased how how I want God to say that of me I want my life to be given over so that many people will come to know Jesus that's why I'm talking to you to those who are wise amongst us okay he who wins souls is wise. He who wins souls is wise. Challenging you? I finished preaching. <laughs> I finished this is the this is the main message that I want to say I want to tell you. There is still more that I'm going to go through, but this is the main thing. Huh? Listen, listen, this year as youth I want us to make ourselves saviors of men that through us people will come to know Jesus okay and every time we talk about trying to get people to know jesus you know we all get scared especially me you because know, i mean i'm not the uh, outgoing type i'm the my whatever is a uh, what how do they call it introverts introvert. Introvert. yes i'm an do you do you believe it yes <laughs> me i'm an introvert by nature i don't like to i'm not the i'll go and talk to no 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 I don't know you anywhere to talk to you about Jesus. It's, it's like a big, big, big deal. Big deal for me. Pa. Put me in church and ask me to preach. Yeah, that one I'll preach. But I don't know anywhere I meet you to talk to you about Jesus and all that. Very, very it's not easy for me. There are those people who it's very easy for them, you know. So when we talk about winning souls, talking to others about Christ, how, and then I, so I pray, I, how can I with who I am also be able to be that instrument because there is no question in my mind that this is what makes God happy about me there's no question when my life affects another person so that they come to know Jesus that is what makes God happier about. it's not about how I keep myself holy and I don't sin and I don't do that all of that is good but that is not what makes God really happy about you if you don't know I'm telling you eh? Uh, God, you can't please God with your holiness. He's holier than you are. Do you get it? Uh, I don't drink. I don't smoke. Uh, I don't uh, do this. I don't do that. It doesn't. I mean, it's fine. It's okay. It's, 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 a, it's a target. But what really makes God happy is when through you, people are coming to know Jesus. It's just God just likes you. So I ask, how can I also be that tool for God to use? So I've been reading about it, searching about it, praying about it, and I've realized that, you know, God, however he has made you and has made me, however we are, we can be tools for God to use. And there are many things God has given you as you are sitting there looking at me, Beverly. There are many things God has given you that he gave it to you and made you the way you are so that you can use it for people to come to know him it's not just to make you nice or that you become a nice person everybody says you are a nice person no however he has made you you can use it as a tool for others to come to know jesus you know the song that i was playing there he saved you he saved me what about others what about others how would they also come to know him? So, there are different ways that we reach out. We're going to go through it, some of them in this series. Today there's one that is all of us. See, that's why I said shining stars. There are are three groups that we are forming here. One group is all of us. Do you understand? All of us. All of us is the shining stars. Because me I want to shine in heaven I want to shine it's a promise those who are wise will shine so we are all going to shine how by letting our life be such that other people can come to Jesus okay we bring them here I say camp we're inviting them we have invited them here the other group is the the dancing stars the dancing stars Where is is Liz? She stepped out. So we're going to... There are some of us, our gift is dancing. And you can dance for people to come to Jesus. You didn't know that? Yeah. Yeah. You can dance for people to come to Jesus. If through my dancing, somebody comes to know Jesus, I am shining all all along. I'm shining. You can be there and be laughing at me, but I'll be shining in heaven. Do you get it? I'll be shining. And then... I talked to, talk to you, Be- Beverly, about a drama, Film Stars, Film Stars. I'm going to form a drama group, Film Stars, where we will form, we will do drama, invite our friends to come watch the drama, the dancing stars will dance, perform, Film Stars will do the drama, I will also preach my nice, short, powerful word right, then people will come to Jesus. You may not have the boldness to preach. Do you get it? Or have the skill to shake your body. But you can bring a friend. Do you get it? And we all together can bring people to Jesus to make God happy. To make God happy mean you think about yourself that you died so that the fire there was a fire in the house you went in so that the people who are in the house will come out and live but you risking your life to go in and you are dying in the fire the people who are in the house are sitting there say we are not going out <laughs> But you have lost your life as a result of that. And the people for whom you lost your life, they have also lost their life. How will you feel? Right, but I mean, if you are looking at it, how will you feel? Don't you feel that you have wasted your life? Because you were given it so that other people will get saved. But somehow those people for whom you died didn't get saved. That is how it feels for Jesus when he sees people going to hell. He sees them going to hell every day and he's crying in his heart that I died for them. It was for these people that I died. I didn't want them to go to hell. And you know why? It's because you and I, who we have been saved, we think that it's all about us coming to church and it's just about us. Right? And we are not stretching ourselves a little bit more So that our friends, the people around us, can come to know him. So I'll just briefly mention some of the different ways that we can reach out. But then I'll end up with one that I want us to start with today. Today we'll start with one. Okay, very, very practical one. the evangelism styles, you might not have the gift of evangelism. You might not have the courage to say, hey... You know? Do you know Jesus? You don't know Jesus? You have to know Jesus. You have to be born again. You might not have that courage to talk to that person that you just meet, right? Or even your friend in school to just straight away talk to them about Jesus, because maybe you're a shy person, right? But however it is, all of us have a mandate from God to reach out, to let people know Jesus. It's a command. So the confrontational type are the ones who can easily talk to people about Jesus, right? They, they have the gift of evangelism. It's easy for them. And if you are like that among us, we really need you because we need some of you people to help all of us who are shy, right? And talk to us and train us and everything. So God gives those gifts too. Then there are, those intellectual evangelism you are able to reason with people right where somebody says who made God then you are able to reason with them in a way that they start to change their thinking as intellectual to do that you have to study you have to study the different arguments and things that people have right and I, I, I love I love those kind of arguments because I also realized one thing with me, I, I like arguments. You know, it's a, there's a bad side to it, but there's also a good side to it. I, uh, some, what my previous manager at work actually told me that I could have been a good lawyer if I had studied law. Because one of the things in my work, because we, we are regulated by FDA, you know, the US um, Health Agency, and then we're also regulated by Health Canada. So when they come to audit us, Sometimes they'll give you what we call observations. They say, this thing that you are doing is not right, right? So they give you all those observations and sometimes you have to defend yourself that what you are saying that I'm doing that is wrong is actually right, you are wrong. (laughs) So you you have to learn how to do that and I'm able to do that. When we get the observation, I sit down, I write response that this and this and this is what we are doing and the reason for all of this, what you are saying is wrong, we are right and then we send it to them and they say we are satisfied <laughs> so i like argument so you can you can if you are like that you can grow and study and learn about what are some of the things that is preventing some of my friends from coming to jesus some some of them think that if god is is good why is there suffering in this world then you, you study about it you read there are books that will teach you from scriptures how you can Present something to those people. So that's intellectual evangelism. And then there's interpersonal evangelism, where y- you build a relationship. You see, so you see this boy in my class who you want to talk to, right? How do you talk to them? You first build a friendship, right? It's, it's just, oh, can I help you with your, with your work? You don't understand. You explain to them. You build a certain friendship. And as you build that friendship, it's easy when we are going to come We say, hey, you know, how are you spending your weekend? Oh, actually this weekend we are going for camp And it's uh, at this place, I really like it I would love for you to come if you can't come Simple, do you get it? But what, what the devil does to Christians today Is for us to separate ourselves from people who don't know Jesus It's like they are the sinners no, i don't i don't need to befriend them these people these people are the bad people and then so and the devil does that on purpose because he knows for as long as you are separated from them you'll find it difficult to talk to them about jesus and so guess what those people are going to hell and jesus is crying that i died for them these are the ones i died for testimonial evangelism some of us were very very bad right and jesus saved us I mean, if we're not for Jesus, some of the things that you guys will be doing, you now, you know. Yeah. Well, you know that you are doing very, very, very bad stuff. Yeah. But somehow you have reduced it. You have reduced it. <laughs> Even Reduce. yeah. now, cry, if Jesus doesn't help you, you know that it's going to be really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And as I'm saying, the ladies with their nice who, they are looking at me like they don't do bad stuff. Only God knows what these ladies Would have been capable of doing If it were not for Jesus Right princess If it were not for Jesus Don't you think it would not have been good It would have not been good Nah Nana. If it were not for Jesus So testimonial evangelism Has to do with Telling stories about your life And how Jesus has changed your life You know, certain struggles that you are going through that because of Jesus you have overcome. And as you share with your friends, you see that they realize that, oh, I see you like Angel Mary or Mother Mary, like a holy saint. I didn't know that you were also going through these struggles. And that now I know why you are like this. It's Jesus that has made a difference. Then there's invitational evangelism, where you invite people to come to a program to come to church right you don't have maybe you don't have much stories to tell you don't have whatever but you can invite we're going for camp can you come you know just imagine through one invite that you gave out to somebody the person came to camp. the person found jesus their life was changed they took jesus to their family their whole family who were not following jesus That family was changed. Out of that family, somebody became a pastor, became a great evangelist, like somebody like Benahin or Billy Graham. If you guys know Billy Graham. And he's saving millions of people. When we get to heaven, do you know how you are going to shine? You that You didn't do anything. You just invited that one person to come to a youth camp. Just one invite. But through that one invite, now there's an evangelist in that family who is saving millions of people all those millions of people that he's saving you have shares in it when we get to heaven and that is why especially in our culture today invitational evangelism is something that i want all of us to push you know especially i mean i look at myself it's not very easy like i told you for me to whatever but i can invite you that is why our responsibility and that's why i'm going to meet with the executives our events for all of us. The least we can do, are you listening to me? The least we can all do is for all of us to be committed to put up nice programs that we can invite our friends to. Because if you don't have nice programs and events, uh, where are you inviting your friend to? Do you get it? Uh, To what? To invite him to come where? But if we put in efforts, put in our skill, everything, let's do some production right that we do we advertise it we brand it we do everything and then we invite say oh, we're doing this event at our church come you know we're just using the event as a, something to invite them to but we know when they come by all means they will hear about jesus do you get it so that for you all that you did was to just support The work that is happening here we say come we are planning this thing we need you we need people in the film stars drama you can also act mean, you can preach but you can act can't you act act we do some drama about people who didn't give their lives and they went to hell so you see you are not talking to the person direct but by your participation you are preaching are you with me so will you join the wagon with me I hope that at least I'll find some few among you, because I'm not looking for everybody. If I get everybody, thank God, but I know in real life, in the class, the teacher teaches with all his heart, but in the end, not everybody gets A, right? So that's invitation. Now Then there's servant evangelism where we serve. So like we started the food bank, of you need volunteer hours food bank next week saturday we'll be running the saturday ahead of us will be running come we get volunteer hours we serve the community we give them some we're just serving them as we serve them they see the, the the nature of christ in us and they come and then there's prayer evangelism that's the one we're going to start today where you intentionally pray for people you know one of the mistakes that we do in trying to reach out, is to think that people will come to God by our efforts. It's a very big mistake. People don't come to Jesus by their own efforts. It's a supernatural activity. It it involves God. You that are sitting here who say you believe in Jesus, it wasn't something that uh, you just decided I believe in Jesus. It was the Holy Spirit that helped you. Otherwise, there's no way you believe in Jesus. Myra, if it's not the Holy Spirit, you, you'll be arguing ah, that this whole Christianity thing is not true. But the Holy Spirit has helped you. Amen. Amen? Amen? He'll continue to help you. Nana, the Holy Spirit is helping you. So, we have to pray for people. One of the ways to pray is to pray regularly for revival. How many you know about Revival. Do you know about revival? Have you heard of the word revival? You know, revival is when God comes to town. When God steps in a city. That's revival. When it happens, it happened a number of times in history. You know, when it happens, you have sinners in a club, singing and dancing, all of a sudden they feel that they are going to hell. They begin to cry for God. In the clubhouse it's happened many times and how does it happen it happens because people pray for it to happen when Christians gather God come to Toronto God come to Toronto God visit us transform we are going to hell we are perishing if you don't visit us visit us in this city As praying for a revival then all of a sudden God shows up he comes with power miracles are happening we come to church healings deliverance and the city people who they are not even in church they feel god's presence it happens it only happens when you and i pray so you see i may not be bold enough to go and stand um at uh, in the in the on the streets and scream come to jesus but i can be here in this room and be on my knees and be praying God transform this city for Jesus and crying out in prayer to God God touch the lives of the youth turn their hearts to Jesus I'm praying for you guys that you will get to know God for yourself and you can pray like that for another person and as you pray and those people revive our hits you will have a share in the shining amen pray regularly for people to encounter jesus and then this other one identify an area or territory which you commit to to cover in prayer so for instance let's say in your class you can decide this class that i am in everybody in this class i'm going to pray for them i'm going to pray this class as long as anybody walks into this perimeter they will come under my prayer so as you are sitting there Praying God, let this one come to know Jesus. Reveal yourself to them. Let them know you, Lord. If they don't know you, they are going to hell. They are going to burn in hellfire. But I don't want them to burn, Lord. Reveal yourself to them. And then you pray. You mention the person's name. You are sitting on your desk. Nobody knows. But you are praying. Something will happen. Amen. One pastor, he's a pastor. He was having a challenge telling people about Jesus so when the person who was talking to who he had called to help because he realized a problem so he asked somebody to come and help me so I can encourage my congregation to talk to them about Jesus and the person was telling him that you have to do this have to do that, that and he said no I don't have time I don't have time to go and look for unbelievers and talk to them about Jesus because the pastor is so busy so then he asked him do you have time to pray Do you have time to pray? Because, you know, if you are too busy to pray, you are too busy. Do you get it? If you are too busy to pray, you are too busy. You need to adjust and find time to pray. So the pastor said, oh, sure, I can pray. So he said, pray that God will give you opportunities to share the gospel. So he just prayed that simple prayer. Are you listening he prayed that simple prayer and went home that evening in his home he had a knock on his door his neighbor came to him and said you know I've been thinking about God I want you to talk to me about God I mean won't you like it that this thing that I've been struggling I can't go to someone to talk to them but after praying, now the person actually comes to me and tells me to talk to them about God. Boy, I will preach to that person. What? <laughs> so he started talking and explaining. And the person liked it. He said, can we do this? And so next week, the, he brought more of the neighbors. In, they came, started the Bible study. Now they are talking, talking. All happened through just the man deciding that I'm going to pray. God, create opportunities for me. So one of the prayers I want us to pray is for God to make us saviors of men, to use our life to bring people to Jesus. Do you get it? God, use my life, my gift, whatever you have given me, however you have made me, however it is that I am, use me to bring people to Jesus. This is one challenge I'll just throw at you. To think about and see how you'll do it pick an area maybe where you live you can walk about there on a regular schedule okay and as you walk or drive you say lord all the people in this area let them come to know jesus let them come to know and then you are praying for them in your neighborhood you walk about or you drive about you praying for them lord let them come to know jesus and as you pray let the holy spirit lead you those people will come to know Jesus Amen imagine you are doing this for your class it will amaze you that all of a sudden the people who you thought would never talk to you about God they will come asking you questions about church and about God so there is something different about you I don't know but what is it? and all of a sudden you see you have an opportunity you say oh you know what Actually, this weekend, we're having this big event at church. Can you come? That is why I'm challenging you. All. Put your hands in. Don't sit on the fence. I need everybody to do something. You know, you can also do something. Whether it's acting or dancing, helping out in any way, we can do something. Okay? I'll run through these quickly because I want us to finish. These are prayer points. I can put this in some document and print it for you guys to follow. But these are all prayer ways to help you. Pray for families and individuals by name. Ask the Holy Spirit to open their eyes and soften their hearts, okay? Pray that people will notice the presence and work of God. Pray for believers in your community to to let the light of Jesus shine in and through them. So these are ways as you are praying that you can pray, okay? Praying for people Ask for gentle boldness. Pray for broken families to be healed. Ask for the Holy Spirit to bring conviction of sin. This is one prayer that I like to pray often. Okay, when I, when I go, sometimes when I'm driving, some cars will pass me by when some road rage person just speeds by and passes by, I just pray for him. Oh, Jesus, reveal yourself to that person. You know? You pray for the Holy Spirit to bring conviction. Conviction. You know what conviction is? Liz, do you know what conviction is? What is it? Conviction is when sinners begin to realize that they are sinners and that they are going to hell. They are going to perish. That's conviction. You no, know, people who are sinning, they don't think that they are they are going to hell or something. They don't feel the evil of their sin but one of the work that the holy spirit does the holy spirit is the one who opens your eyes to see that hey you are burning in hell fire finish so it's when the sinner sees that all of a sudden begin to cry for help god save me so you can be there sitting in your classroom you're sitting there you see all these gangsters right you see them in the hallway whatever then you're just there in the corner somewhere holy spirit convicts them of sin Holy Spirit, convicts them of sin. Convicts them of sin. All of these people, they don't know. They don't know what they are doing. Bring conviction of sin to them in Jesus. And then you just pray. You pray like every time you see them. Rather, you see them and then you just judge them and say, oh, these bad boys, they are going to hell. You, don't, you know, you pray for them. Bring conviction. It will amaze you that one of them at some point will say, you know what? I, I don't know, but there's something about you. And then that's your opportunity. Are you listening? Mm-hmm.
1: So yes. Yeah.
0: If for those of us that, or this message to all of us, mm-hmm. our job is it our job to win them to Christ, or is it our job to share the way with them? Because Very good question. You can try preaching to somebody, but that person may not see Christ in your lifetime or in your time. Yes. When you are around, I'm sure even in Ghana. We spoke to people about Jesus, but we never saw them win Christ. We have right. to be here now, you know. So is it our job to share the word, or is it our job to win them to Christ? Right. So it's a bit of both. Um, I would say. Is your question related to that, or okay, le- I was you to go back. To go back. Okay. Okay. No problem. So our job is a bit of both. Jesus sent us, and He says, "Go and make." disciples okay so he didn't say go and get into the activity of preaching we are preaching but we are not making disciples it means there's something wrong with how we are doing it because the activity that he has defined for us if we do it and do it well it will lead to a certain result Do you get it which is why i weep in my heart when i look at the condition of not this church per se, but the church today, we are, we are we busy ourselves about with activity that doesn't bring results. It's not, it's not I do this and I do this and I do that, but we are not seeing the result. the result It's like playing soccer, you know? You could be in a very good team. They can play, dribble, everything, but if you don't score a goal, they don't give soccer results or rewards for playing well. They give the cup to the team that scored the goal, right? So, for us, the scoring the goal is the souls that we must win. He said, he who wins souls, not he who talks to a soul, right? Who wins soul? And it's a certain art that we must learn. So, if we do it God's way, the winning, the Holy Spirit will do it. But if we do it his way, it will lead to the winning. Amen. That is why I'm, I want to, I'm challenging all of us, you know. It's not a matter of just we are trying to do something nice that we will say, oh, we are done. No, no, no. We have one goal for people who don't know Jesus to come and hear God's word and be saved, okay? So, one last one that I will share. Triple five prayers. Triple five prayers where... You pray for five people for five minutes, five days a week. It's a challenge. So, yeah, so which means that one minute one minute for each person. Is this difficult to do? No. Oh. So I want all of us right now think about five people who I know, if a car should hit them on the road right now, they are going to hell. You know it. You know that this person does not know Jesus. That, yes, uh, is my friend and everything, but if they should die in their sleep tomorrow night, they are going to hell, for sure. I know it. It may be a friend, a family member, Somebody else, I want to write down their name as one of those five people. Monday to Friday, five minutes every day, one minute for each person. God, I, you mentioned their name. God, I pray for Ziggy Zaga. He doesn't know Jesus. I want Ziggy Zaga to know you. Holy Spirit, put Ziggy Zaga in a situation that he'll begin to be concerned <laughs> about where he will go when he dies. Okay, how many of us will do triple five? Triple five. Five people, five minutes, five days. You're praying for them to be saved. Okay? Now as we do this, I want you to be intentional. Pick some those people who you really think you can invite them to come and start to pray about them. Okay? And these are the prayer topics that you can pray for them. Pray for their hearts to be soft. Pray as the Holy Spirit to convict them. Pray for God's blessings to flow into their lives. Right? And then you pray, you ask God to break down and remove obstacles in their lives and to surrender their life, their time and their words to God. That's it. Will you be a shining star with me? Will you be a shining star with me? All right. Let's be on our feet. We want to pray. You want to ask God and say Lord, I want you to use me however you have made me. The gifts that you have given me, whatever you have put in me, you can use it for others to come to know Jesus. I want you to pray. You know, don't don't be talking, we're praying. Don't don't allow your friend to rob you of this very important moment. I want you to talk to God. Lord, help me so that my life will bring others to Jesus. Whatever is happening here in this youth church, help me to be a part of it so that others can come to know Jesus. Pray, talk to God. Barados, kifaranamasatayas. Oh, yalabatoli, abrandis. Bakayas. (inaudible) Ya la 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 basake ya Ala ambalabonderele <inaudible> babaria de Bose Kara la 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 Oh help us Holy Spirit help us Vale mosiki maradola pretele mesuki badayas. Vela la 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 bakaria Shepanda Rabakadulas, Kavala Bakatayas. Thank you, Lord. Put into our hearts that burden that is on your heart. The Lord will begin to cry for sinners and weep for lost men and women, just like you weep over them. Give us a heart and a burden that will forever be troubled as we see our friends who don't know you continue in their own ways. Let us not remain comfortable. Begin to trouble us greatly, Holy Spirit, and to begin to cry and weep in prayer for them, calling upon you to save them. Help us in this place also. With every gift and talent you have given us, To do whatever can be done so that our friends and loved ones can come to know you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for helping us make us saviors of men. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Want us to share the grace? As we share the grace, but youth leaders we're all staying behind we're entering into a time of prayer right away you are all welcome to stay and join us in prayer okay if you if you have to go you are welcome to go but don't disturb because we will continue we'll be praying right after we share the grace we'll continue the prayer so if you are staying with us to pray just stay and continue to pray i don't want you staying and be Talking with your friends Okay What are we going to pray about We're going to pray that God will Use us to save people Okay That's what we're going to pray God use us to save people Help us to be tools that you can use So you're welcome to stay and join But if you have to leave Quietly Leave And don't disturb Tu as compris Did I say it well? Tu as compris comprend <laughs> hey, 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 hey. how many of you are doing French so do you understand how do you say it to to comprends? say it louder oh no 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 tell me tell me in my yes mm-hmm. eh? uh,
1: okay. hold on.
0: Something like that Ah, Esse con vous comprenez Nice I have to learn French Anyway Let's share the grace Now May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ The love of God And the sweet fellowship of our Holy Spirit Be with us now and forevermore Amen Now, in saying this one We are going to say we are going to be shining stars okay good he anoints my head with oil my cup runs over surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and i will be a shining star forever amen